Welcome, Welcome to, to Blunts and Bravo. You may have guessed from the name, but this here podcast is about smoking some fine medical grade cannabis while watching our favorite Bravo shows. And she said it right, our favorite Bravo shows, because we're not going to watch everything. So you know that you're going to get Project Runway, you're going to get Summer House, you're going to get Vanderpump Rules if we ever get it back, and pretty much most of the Real Housewife franchises. Mm-hmm. Except Orange County. Nope. We, we tried. Can't it's do bad. it. It's just trash. Bad. Oh, we should introduce ourselves. Oh, yeah. I'm Rhonda. I'm Tish. And we're your hosts, so thanks for uh, giving us a shot with our first episode. So you know a little bit about us. We are best friends. We've been longtime roommates, and, and we're big, big old, old stoners. stoners. <laughs> and what we like to do is get stoned and then watch Bravo. Like uh, most everybody else does. In Probably the... you as well. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Yeah, hopefully this is uh, exactly what you have been waiting for. So to be transparent, we mostly smoke joints and from a bong. Right now we are smoking a gelato joint. And before we really get started, you should know that we are going to curse a lot in this. So if you have children nearby, tell them earmuffs. We're also going to be very intoxicated. We're already getting there as it goes. All right, let's get started, shall we? So we were going to start with this current season of Potomac. That didn't happen. And then we thought of starting it for Orange County. Trash. But it doesn't deserve it. Nope. So we're starting with Salt Lake City, new franchise, new podcast. All right. So I've been kind of excited about Salt Lake City. I've also been a little nervous. I say this because I was raised Mormon. And uh, I was curious to see how that was going to be portrayed. I'm going to, I think that we should probably talk about what we saw as we were being introduced to each one of them. Yeah, so we can go housewife by housewife. All right, that sounds good. So starting at the Shaw Chalet with Jen Shaw and her family, her husband and her two sons, uh, in a very sitcom first impression scene. That was so (laughs) staged. Oh, it was so staged. But... I have to say, while staged, I do appreciate the fact that the sons and the husband full on let everyone else know that they knew it was being staged. Mm -hmm. And I love when they kind of break that fourth wall and and kind of admit they're on a reality show. So I was into that. Oh, well, she got into a a bit of trouble for saying that, like the whole, uh, if you kiss a girl, you'll get AIDS thing. People were like, that is not how you transfer it. I am sure she got... Just dragged on the internet. She had to apologize on Twitter already. But for the most part, people are like, we know that she did not mean it literally, that that's how you get AIDS. Next, let's go to Heather. Yes, so we uh, meet Heather at her day spa, her successful day spa. Good for her for being a woman business owner. Her skin is beautiful. Yeah, she has really nice skin. I that mean, makes she, me want to go to her spa. She better have really yeah, nice like skin. Yeah, like it's it's flawless. That's like you wouldn't want to go to a hairdresser who had shitty hair. You'd be like, she doesn't take care of herself. She's not going to take care of me. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Yeah. She started from the bottom. Her wealthy family that, well, that she married into. And now... She has a business worth $20 million. So, I mean, if you work hard and have a million, few million dollars in the bank, look what can happen for you. <laughs> we're not trying. Okay. We're being a little shady. Yes. And I will fully admit that out of all of the housewives that we saw 
on the show, I would say that Heather by far kind of fits that stereotype, especially when she first starts talking about being, you know, pioneers mm-hmm. and, you know, purebred mm-hmm. and all, all of that. <laughs> I didn't mean it the way it sounded, I swear. Pi- pioneer pure. I can't remember what the third P is. So I think that... Uh, she kind of really came across like girls that I'd grown up with. Mm -hmm. And then she took that wild left. And the next thing you knew, she was into rap music, black men and homosexuals. Mm -hmm. Oh girl, Mm -hmm. you're trying way too hard. Yeah. That doesn't make you cool. I mean, I get what Heather was trying to say, you know, like she's not a regular Mormon. She's a cool Mormon, but I really hate, when black people are used as like the litmus test for open-mindedness and yeah, how it open actually, to diversity I am. It actually made me feel like uh, I was turned off mm-hmm. by it. And that kind of disappointed me. Yeah. I did already have some goodwill for her because before the season premiered, somebody on Instagram made a comment that was like, Oh, congrats on being the first trans woman on Housewives. And she had a really classy response about uh, how she wasn't trans, but, you know, she supports the community and, you know, she didn't take it as an insult and blah, blah, blah. You know, I, I am hoping that she can redeem herself from here. I hope this as well. I am just unsure. We are going to go right from Heather into Meredith. Yes, don't want, okay, we don't want to forget Meredith Marks. That's right. That girl has eyebrows for days. To kill. Yeah, they're kind of, they are the most interesting shape. They're, yeah, it's they're, it's like blocky. But yet there's curve to it. I don't know, there's geometric. something about it. There's it's, something geometric. Yeah, and in all honesty, she is the one I really like so far out of all the girls, but she is also the most different. Mm-hmm. From all of them. And I know that you were scribbling like furiously when she came on. Mm-hmm. What did you put in your giant notebook of um, novel I notes? literally just wrote, bitch, I'm from Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> that is perfect. <laughs> and her family, they seem fun. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that's going to go further yeah, into this. Yeah, looks like yeah, there's, there's some trouble in paradise. But it is kind of fun to see that relationship she has with her son. He's very fabulous. Yes. In fact, I am curious to see how much he is in the series. Mm-hmm. He could be friends of... <laughs> friends <laughs> friend of the of- housewife. <laughs> I would love that. He has his own confessional. Like, we're, we're filming with Brooks today. <laughs> That would be fantastic. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty much all I have for her. And then it goes to Lisa. I think she is the pot stirrer. Yes. For sure, for sure. She gives me... I know you didn't watch Mob Wives, but if you Google Drita Devanzo, she looks a lot like her. She is interesting i kind of had a moment when she talked about the fact that she owned these liquor companies and that she was mormon and that her whole attitude was you might have a problem with 
what I do, but as long as I don't, it doesn't I matter. I literally wrote that down Did verbatim. You? Yeah, it, I'm sure other Mormons care that I own a tequila company. What's important is that I don't. Baller. That, line of the episode. That was the line of the episode. Also interesting, not only does she feel that way, she also can diss a girl, man. <laughs> Heather got dragged. <laughs> that whole scene, I did not... It, it was so ridiculous to me. I hope it is not something that lasts for a very long time because you knew me 20 years ago in school. Oh, I forgot you. I'm sorry. Okay, but wait a second. <laughs> wait a second. I know that's not how it went down. That's not how it went down. Like, and she also <laughs> insinuated that, that Heather... She was a slut. Yeah. And Heather was not a slut. She'll be the first one to tell you. She would have been a slut. Oh, if she could have, she would have, but she couldn't because she was signed a contract. She she signed an honor code. I appreciate her family's food experience. It was very relatable. They hit like four different fast food places. They got cookies. I Googled the place where they got cookies. It looks very good. Yeah, it's like everybody got what everybody wanted. And she's like, "I, I don't cook. And what of it? I know that we watch this show for the decadence and and all of it. But I have to say, I got a little pissed off when I saw the little one throw donut in the Porsche at the sibling. Oh, it was a cookie. Yes. It was crumbly and it was on leather. So that's all I saw. But I know that you were living for it. When you're rich enough, you can just set it on fire and buy a new one. That's the car for the year. That's this week's car. Oh, I don't want it anymore. Yeah, she's going to be the one that's going to bring the real decadence, I think. I think so. Her and uh, Jen. Jen is for sure going to bring the extra. She'll be extra, but I don't know if it would be decadent. Oh, poor Kendall the dog in that little sweater. (gasps) Poor Kendall. Okay, first of all, I know you don't like it when people put clothes on animals. I hate it. I know. But... You had to find it funny that she totally made this big deal about how cold it was. It was freezing and she should put on a sweater. And they put on this little piece of material that barely covered like an inch and a half of this dog's chest. I watched it back because I was like, was this shirt really that small? Because we only saw it come to like barely to her chest. And so it goes like down near her stomach when you pull it all the way down. But it's still like... It does not look very, uh, like, it okay, go out into the cold now. It looked like it was <laughs> synthetic. Like, it might have been, like, woven tutu material and that would not make that skinny dog. But it was a lot. And again, she lives in a chalet. They all live in chalets. They love the, they love a good chalet. With some butter and some garlic. <laughs> so who we got next we have whitney and her vow renewal she's cute yes i loved her dress Mm -hmm. her husband was nothing that i expected but you know what the way they look at each other yeah is fucking cool you know they're still going to pound town yes and often more than once a week probably (laughs) i mean that's just a wild guess but i'm assuming (laughs) Bless them. Bless them. They look really in love. And, you know, the cousin had to eat crow on the staircase and say, you know what? Didn't think you guys were going to make it 10 years. And I was wrong. 
You don't see that a lot on these kind of shows. No, you don't. And she did take it pretty gracefully, but I did understand what she said of they're just now coming around. And while I'm happy, I'm also resentful. Yeah. And I can get that. I can Mm -hmm. get behind that. And that's a long time to be hurt by your family. Yes. And probably, especially considering what had happened, which was that when she met her husband, both of them were married Mm -hmm. and they'd had an affair. While that is completely between them and everyone has an opinion, at a certain point, they both got divorced and then they got married and they've been happy. And ultimately, don't you want your loved ones to be happy? Yeah. I unfortunately did not see a lot of personality yet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she seems uh, really nice. Yeah. And uh, we know she'll cut her husband's dick off if he, you know, oh, girl. tried to, if he ever uh, didn't show up for her birthday. Yep, that is very true. But that's kind of all I got from them. Yeah. So I'm hoping we see more of her and she fleshes out more. Yes. I don't want her to be Teddy. Was that too soon? Uh, I mean, <laughs> she didn't die. <laughs> She's dead to the Bravo universe. Um, yeah, I I don't have much for Whitney. She seems uh, really nice, but um, from the preview, she seems like she does. She's not a pushover, so I appreciate that. Okay, let's get on with it. All right. Let's Mary. get on with it. Because Mary, there's a lot to uncover there. Woo. Everyone, um, now is a good time to toke. If you have not heard this story yet, just buckle up. It is an interesting one. Oh, and I found uh, more information about that um, on Reddit. Shout out to the Bravo Real Housewives Reddit. Give credit where credit is due. Um, so remember, I was wondering, um, that's Mary's step-grandfather. How long was he married to her grandmother? Okay, hang on, hang on. Just so those who might not know. Oh, yes. (laughs) So Mary is married to her Mm step-grandfather. And it is said that her grandmother willed him to her. We don't know all of it, but that's what word on the street is. Yeah. So he and the grandmother were married for 22 years. <gasps> and she was, Mary was 25 when they got married. So that means she grew up with this guy as her grandpa since she was like three and then married him. <laughs> That just makes it so much worse. I had hoped that it was they'd only been married for six months. Yeah. You know, and and I still don't understand, though, even if it was only six months, why would why would you how would that happen? Like, how would it happen? I and, and I still can't get my 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 brain around it because. She grew up with him as her grandfather. That's who she knew as her grandfather. And then she married him and they go to pound town. Is that what you're telling me? That is what I am saying. 
Uh, I don't know, man. Ugh. Okay, uh, be be side. I'm gonna. I gotta push this aside. We gotta, yeah, we gotta push forward. We, we gotta push through. Let's let's have a palate cleanser. Um, she has interesting choices in fashion. Yes, and uh, she got all of her odor glands removed from under her arms. Which I did not realize could be such a traumatic surgery that you could die twice on the table. I guess that's possible with any surgery. That's what they make you sign. Well, you know, when she got out, she smelled like hospital. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's get into it. Let's get right like into that. Hospital. Let's oh, get right hospital. into it. I so I <laughs> like I said, I rewatched it back because I was like, maybe they. Maybe somebody didn't get their point across, but no. Mary clearly says, I have this issue with the smell of hospitals because I had the surgery and it was a really traumatic experience. When I smell hospital, it causes me to have a reaction. And Jen is like, the woman who was my aunt, who was like a mother to me, it's getting her legs amputated. And she was in the hospital and you knew that this was happening. And you were like, Jen smells like hospital. And, and that hurt my feelings. And then Mary's like, well, I don't know what she wants me to do about her aunt. Like she should have <laughs> ate better and drank more water. That was <laughs> insane. And I thought to myself, oh, that's going to be in the reunion. That yeah. definitely is going to be in the reunion. I, I think that's why on the Watch What Happens Live, Andy did not ask about it. It's too good. You have to do that in a reunion because you can't walk that back. Yeah. Like, she is going to have to eat crow there on that one. Like, what she said was so wrong. But this is my issue with Mary. I understand that someone who doesn't have a filter can be compelling television. I also know that being around someone who doesn't have a filter is amazingly irritating and makes you want to be violent. And I, while I hope no one has any violence towards Mary, um, I do also want to say that she's going to get old real quick. Mm-hmm. Like real quick. And, sh- and you know, obviously it's some impulse control. It's, it's some sort of tick in her personality but if you can't read a room after a while no one wants to be in the room with you yeah and i hope that every time someone compliments her outfit this season that it is not followed up with oh thanks it's designer because you mean sutton (laughs) oh i'm sorry i wrote that too did you did you as well? It yeah. reminded me a lot of Sutton, mm-hmm. who I'm not actually, was not very like, hip on. Couture. I don't mind Sutton. Anyway, back to Mary. Salt Lake City. Gosh, what was I even saying? Oh, the fashion choices. I only want to hear name drops if it's Versace. And it has to be said exactly like that. Yeah. Jen had a Versace necklace on. Heather's like, oh, I like your Versace. I'm like, no, she's no, no. It's Versace. It's Versace. We've seen showgirls. We know what the real life is. Mm -hmm. All right. So now that we know the ladies. Yes. So we get into Jen and Heather wanting to throw Meredith a birthday party. That was nothing like they described at the spa. Yeah. First of all, I want to say that when she described the party and we had already met Meredith, 
I thought to myself, these things don't go together. Yeah. And even Heather was like, yeah, this sounds like a party for Jen instead of Meredith. And she was right. She was right. I mean, as soon as she walks in and the step and repeat says Chalet, she's like, I know what the fuck this is. <laughs> and it's not a birthday party for me. Yeah. It's happy birthday in name only. <laughs> we also touched a little bit on Lisa acting like she doesn't know who Heather is, but mm-hmm. at the same time talking Calling about how she's Heather a good likes time to, girl. Likes to flash uh, the titties there. Which actually I had to laugh a little bit at Heather in that moment. Mm-hmm. Because she full on had a, if I could have slutted up, I would have slutted up, but I couldn't and I didn't. And this is unfair because I should have. And it was, she just was going for it. And I had a moment of like, okay, this right here is real. Mm -hmm. And I can appreciate that. And so that was my one like saving grace moment for Heather in the show. Because it was real and hilarious. You might wind up enjoying her after all. Uh, yeah. You, uh, you say that. <laughs> oh, Whitney's wedding and her supportive dad watching her swing around the stripper pole in her living room after the wedding. That's mad support. That is. Good dad. Bad haircut, good dad. I thought it was a wig. I'm not sure. I mean, it just seems. It's because it's let carpety, flat, matte, dark color. Yeah, maybe. Kind of, uh... Shake, shake and go. It's a lot of shake. <laughs> Not a lot of go. <laughs> we talked about the party, but we're stoned, so we just went everywhere and you yes. went with us. So here's Meredith's birthday party. It's supposed to be, you know, like Studio 54 and decadent and strippers. Strippers. And we got tonga dancers and plastic and furniture. The, a guy and guy popped out of a cake. And she was, Meredith was like, thank you? <laughs> yeah, it was so, so... <laughs> it was Happy Birthday, Meredith, by Jen Shaw, featuring Jen Shaw. <laughs> well, didn't they announce Jen when she walked in? Yes. Like, it was her party? Yes. I, it, and I just was like, wow. <laughs> like, I don't know if we have seen quite that level. No, I would say that she's almost up there with Ramona narcissism oh having all her 60 girlfriends yes pay for her purse yes <laughs> i think that wow um, tish wow wow. wow you don't support women i do support women <laughs> just so you know i'm very happy i'm bethany in that moment <laughs> <laughs> when i watched it back i remembered the part in um jen's dressing room when her friend comes over and she's like, happy birthday to... Oh, uh, that's right. It's like, what? That tells you right there whose party that was. Her friend brought, brought Jen gifts. a birthday gift when it was Meredith's birthday. And, and she, she had absolutely no and idea. And she didn't even realize it until she got there and was like, wait, it's not... We had your birthday. Oh, <laughs> I hope, I hope we see more of Sarah because she looked like uh She was a good time. She was like a cartoon character. Yeah, I think that she's going to bring the zany 
Much issues needed around. levity. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so that then is... we that was pretty much the show, and yeah. then we go into the season preview, and I, you know, this is what I took from it: mm-hmm. Meredith's marriage and a lot of yelling. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not even quite sure why they're yelling. They didn't even give me enough to make me. You just understand. Know. You just know that there's yelling, loud noises, lots. I know Jen gets in Whitney's face for some reason. And then Whitney is like, she go punched her in the face or something like that. She's like, I want to, in my face like that, I want to fucking punch you or some, something like that. Not, uh, I'm paraphrasing people, paraphrasing. I, I think that everybody is like, oh, Meredith's husband, he's in Chicago all the time. Oh, him and his secret family over there. Oof. But the preview makes it look like Maybe Meredith's Meredith the has one. something going on. Yeah. But also classic technique to accuse the mate of something you're doing. Mm. So we're going to have to watch and see. I don't want to think that he's cheating on her. Mm-hmm. I don't want to think that she's cheating on him. Mm-hmm. I think I, I would rather... It be distance. I don't know why. I like them already. Mm-hmm. And so I don't want bad things to happen to them. Because they have a good rapport. Yeah. And I appreciate that. Yes. All right. So that uh, wraps up Salt Lake City. So, uh, well, you want to talk a little bit about Potomac? Yes. Potomac has brought it all Oh, season. my goodness. They are the little franchise that could. I am so happy seeing them finally get the respect that they deserve. Though they have not gotten the respect of Bravo's wig department yet. Because they still have god-awful wigs. I don't know if it's Bravo, though. Because you think those women chose those wigs on yes. purpose? I think some of these women have oh, questionable you're choice. A lot. You're smoking a lot. There can't possibly be. I think as vain as these women are, they are not going to get on national TV with somebody else's wigs when they're going to bring their own glam. You're staring at me because you know I'm right. Oh, I'm just going to let you have it there. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So there was like a continuity issue that bothered me in the scene where Monique and Karen meet up for breakfast mm-hmm. because Monique ordered a spinach and feta omelet. And then when they brought it to her, it said it was a mushroom omelet. So like what happened? Did she call the waitress back and change her order? We'll never know. I never got that continuity. Will I ever know peace? Who knows? You know, the only thing we can beg and hope and pray for is that Monique answers your question in a blog. Maybe she'll hear this and go, I can't let Rhonda go her whole life not knowing if I actually got my feta instead of some mushroom. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Man, Wendy Mm. can beat a dead horse and then kick it down the road. And then bring it back to life. So she can say another thing. Yeah. I'm like, girl, let it go. But I always feel like since she's been on the show, everything is an extreme with her. Mm -hmm. Like she just can't, she just can't be cool. She needs a, she, she's just, (laughs) she's a lot. Um, She's a lot. Oh, well, something I learned recently about Wendy that I don't know if you have heard is that she has four degrees. Four degrees? Four. Oh, four. Yeah. Have you heard her say that? Um, only about 48 million <laughs> times. Girl, I'm glad you are educated. 
the more you tout and talk about how smart you are, the dumber you look. Changing it up a little bit. The Atlanta trailer has dropped. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Who had the threesome at Cynthia's bachelor party? <laughs> Bachelorette party. The craziness that's <sighs> happening. I'm actually really interested, though, because Portia gets arrested and it's all filmed. Yeah, we see the, and the we protests see, and Yeah, everything. the protests. So I'm actually looking forward to it. I have talked my share of trash against Portia a time or two, but I have to say I have a lot of respect for her and everything she does as an activist mm -hmm. and, and being a, a voice. And for that, I, I applaud her. So I'm interested to see this season. She has come so far from thinking the Underground Railroad was a real thing. A real, a real railroad. railroad. Yeah. <laughs> She has grown a lot, and I have enjoyed the growth, especially post-Phaedra. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yes. I think that's been uh, the best bet for her. So uh, we see Cin Cynthia almost not getting married, but we all know she does. Yeah, anyway, she's not leaving Mike Hill. No. Uh, no Nini. <clears throat> no Nini. I mean, this is not... I thought the last season that Nini wasn't there was fine when she wasn't there for like half the season it was fine i mean yes nini is an og she gets the respect for that and she does have some classic lines but lately it's all been... she does is walk off she yeah she causes a problem and then she walks off and doesn't want to talk about it maturely yeah and will take no accountability not at all mm -hmm. so yeah i'm not i don't think i'm gonna miss nini uh, we still got Kenya and I don't say that with a smile on my face, but we'll get there. We'll get there soon enough. Soon enough. I don't, I don't know what Candy's doing. Some, uh, that commercial we saw, everybody's in lingerie and she's got the yeah. whip and stuff. I don't know what the hell is up know with that. I guess Maybe we're going she... back to the dungeon. I was going to, wait, didn't she do a dungeon show? Mm -hmm. That's what she was starting the last season, wasn't she? Or was it the season before? I think it was the season before, because this... Because I thought... I don't know. Yeah. I, I have no concept of time anymore. Yeah, this year's been rough. It made everything... The, it has together. been several years. Yeah. Now that we've talked about what's happened, do you want to hear what I've been reading in the blogs? Get the blogs, child. What's the word on the curb? Okay, so there was a story from MonstersAndCritics.com that's actually, they added on to a story that was first put up from All About the Tea that was on the 4th about Brandy Glanville. On her Instagram, the day that Erica's divorce was announced, she put an article up about it and then she got dragged on social media like you would not believe. Mm -hmm. This story is actually Brandy's side. And Brandy said that the day that happened, she was really sick and she'd taken a Xanax and gone to bed, but that she has been leasing, I'm saying that in air quotes because I don't quite understand it, uh, leasing out her social media to a to some entertainment magazine company. And so they are given permissions to post on her stories and on her feed. And so they were the ones that put the story up. And when she woke up, she found it and immediately deleted it. And she had actually allegedly accused her son Mason of doing it because he's been helping her with social media. And he had to remind her that she'd leased out her page. 
she contacts Erica and I guess everything is cool with them. But now the blogs are stating that she did this to try and make money off Erica. And it was really funny because she said that's not true because as soon as she deleted it, they let her go. She said, quote, it's just not true. And, um, and now I lost a job. So actually I'm losing money over Erica's divorce. So you can all fuck off. Not you, Erica. Class act. If you pay attention to Bravo TV's Insta, you'd probably seen there's a clip of the Real Housewives of New Jersey's personality, Melissa Gorga. She was welcoming Salt Lake City's Jen Shaw to Bravo. And the best part of all of that is she kind of dropped a little tidbit about Teresa. Like we all know she's dating, mm -hmm. but she said that Teresa's good. She's got her little boyfriend and she was so cute because she winked at the camera and kind of laughed. And then she's like, she's good. Mm -hmm. So I kind of wonder if he is going to be on the upcoming season, if he's doing filming with them or not and how Teresa is going to be as opposed to how we saw her when she was with Joe. Yeah. So I'm kind of fascinated. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping this is going to bring Teresa to the next level. Mm -hmm. Not that she needs a man to do that, but she just needs to know something different in life than what she's known. And then finally, ooh, this is a little bit of old news, but I want to bring it up because I've never talked about it on air. Okay. Is how came out in November 5th in an article from All About the Real Housewives talking about Kathy Hilton. Now, if you don't know who Kathy Hilton is, she is going to be the newest friend of. And if you didn't know, which I think if you're If you're watching the show, you should know who Kathy Hilton is. Listening. So Kathy is actually the eldest of the Richards girls. Uh, then there was Kim, who was on season one through five. And of course, the youngest sister, Kyle, who is the reigning queen of Beverly Hills currently. But she's joining the show as a friend of and it's saying that her main purpose is is to try and save the Richards name. <laughs> she thinks that Kyle and her relationship with Lisa Renna is just not good and that she's a bad influence. Renna's a bad influence on Kyle and that she needs to protect her from Renna's manipulation. So I guess they're that's, she's gunning for Renna. Now I think this could be a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. I also don't know how far it can get because she's only a friends of. But at the same time, I have to remind myself that we got some great drama off Eden Sassoon and she was only a friends of, but we only got her for one season. They burn out quickly. Some people can't handle it. Before we head out, we want to try out this little thing that we want to start this. Uh... It's not a tradition. Well, it's a, it will be a tradition. Okay. A Blunts and Bravos tradition. And funny enough, it's called Blunts and Bravos. A. <laughs> this is where Rhonda and I choose a Bravo-related person or event or, or whatever and give it, uh, if it's done something great and made us happy, we give them a Bravo. And if they suck and they need to chill out, we tell them that they need a blunt. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go ahead and start. Okay. I'm going to give my first Bravo to Carrie. Now, Carrie, we don't even know where Carrie came from. She was on the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. It happened at Meredith 
kind of birthday party. And it was when when Jen was talking to Mary about the hospital, Ode to Hospital. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, this friend comes over and just sits down and... You told Jen I said she smelled like hospital. You're right. I did. (laughs) And I was like, I've not seen that kind of realness since Ashley Darby. Mm -hmm. And I was living for it. I was kind of hope. I was like, oh, I hope Carrie comes back. So she is my first Bravo. So what about your first Bravo? Okay. Um, I was going to give my Bravo to Ashley. Just because she is the perfect reality show personality type. She's so open. She just She's so open and honest. There. She will let you see her at the very top and at her rock bottom. And it's not in a way like with other people on other shows who are like going through it and they are very emotionally fragile and should probably have taken the season, season off. off. So I gave my Bravo to Karen Huger for the lurch walk (laughs) that she did impersonating Wendy on last week's episode. I don't care that it was last week. It was so good that it carried me through. You know, this has been a good season for Karen. It's she's been the MVP. Yeah, she has been the MVP of of Potomac this whole season. She's had the best reads. She's been dragging Giselle left and right. Who deserves it? But yeah, to hell and back. My goodness, Bravo! You know the editors are eating it up the way that they are. <laughs> she's gotten so many confessionals and oh, like she has. out yeah, so she much is shade. Just working it. Oh my god, uh, she's amazing. So I think this is the most I've enjoyed her ever throughout the series. Yeah. Yeah. And like getting to go home with her back to Virginia and, you know, seeing where she came from and everything and, you know, how how important her Ray Ray is to her. Okay, so what about your blunt? Okay, I'm I'm giving my blunt to the Real Housewives of Orange County because it is terrible. I am so disappointed. You know it's I, bad. We've mentioned how bad it was three times. Yeah, I and and just so you know, we have watched all of but last week's episode, and we just couldn't. No, we have two do weeks it. now. Oh, do we have two weeks? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We just couldn't do it between Kelly only talking about how she's always going to bone town with (laughs) Lenthal and then Shannon going, what me say that me for the 20 millionth season. I would never. Yeah. I just, I, they haven't changed. And then to see the first couple of episodes only be about talking about Tamara. Why did you get rid of Tamara? If you're just going to talk about her all the time. Yeah. Trash. I uh, took a long time contemplating and wondering exactly who I would give the blunt to. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I figured I'm going to go big or I'm going to go home. All right. So I'm calling out the show runners for Real Housewives of Atlanta. Oh. Now, first of all, yes, thank you for giving me the preview I have been waiting for. But what uh, you didn't give was the peach to Marlowe. Which I don't understand. How long does she have to be in friend of zone before she's given a peach? 
she's used in all the promotional material. They constantly show her in, you know, in everything that they're putting up on screen, but she can't get a peach. No, that's that's wrong. That's a travesty. And these guys need to get on the right side of history and give Marlo the fucking peach. Hashtag justice for Marlo. Justice for Marlo. Give her a damn peach. I thought for sure she had locked in a peach when she adopted her nephews. What a perfect storyline. Yes, I agree. And also talk about watching growth Mm -hmm. from the time she's come on to where she's at now. She couldn't, none of the ladies were able to handle her. And now you notice Nini's gone and it seems like all the ladies can handle her. She's done really well at making sure that people don't see her as a sidekick. Yeah, and I and I think because of that, she should have gotten a peach. Mm-hmm. And by the way, she should have gotten a peach. She kept her ass in the seat during the reunion. She didn't get up and walk away and shut almost shut her laptop to be overdramatic. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm saying anyone was. <laughs> Not calling anybody out, just, you know, hypothetically. So there we go. Our very first Blunts and Bravos. We hope that you agreed or if you don't, that's great too. And if you feel like you want want to tell us something, why don't you email us at bluntsandbravo, all one word, at gmail.com. Or you can follow us on our Instagram at bluntsandbravo, all one word. And uh, we will see you back here next week. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day and uh, hanging out with a couple stoners. Yeah, we hope you enjoyed it and plan to check out our next episode, which we plan to do weekly. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, help us help you smoke and listen about Bravo. Yeah, then talk a little shit. Until next time, stay stay safe and stay baked. baked.